welcome to the Anomaly Presents podcast, the podcast about genre movies, this time about the genre movies in the Genre Film Festival, the Anomaly oh. Film Festival, coming soon to your living room. Yeah, we're coming for you. Goddamn right. <laughs> my name is Matt Knotts, and this is my favorite show of the year. It was my favorite show last year. It's my favorite show this year because we've been toiling away like like santa's rejected elves in in the wow in in the broken down tree all through quarantine trying to find wait are we are we messed up keebler elves (laughs) (laughs) didn't even make it to the workshop you guys stay in the tree okay this explains the amount of cookies yeah, I don't mean to get this far off track up front, but yeah, it's Santa <laughs> Santa level one, level two are Keebler elves, level three are the anomaly elves Aww. joining me tonight. Um, my name is Matt Knotts. Tonight we've got, let me see if I can do this because this is fancy new video powers. We've got Kristen Pelt Pacheco. <laughs> Megan Murphy, Matt Deturk, Adam Lumito, featuring Aaron Murphy, Jimmy Smith in the Saturday Night Live band. Look at the power you have now. Oh God. I've I've What do we do? What do we do? You thought I was drunk with power when I got the soundboard. Oh no! Oh no! This is visual. Wasted. He's wasted. No one should have given me this. So, yeah, we're here to tell you about all the cool shit that we found. We scoured the globe to find all the cool shit that we could find so we could pipe it into your living room, silver (laughs) shamrock style, right through your TV (laughs) and into your eye holes. It's coming. It's November 12th through the 15th. And we're here to tell you about what we found. We're going to open the conversation up with our opening night movie, because that's usually a good place to start. It's Paper Tigers. Uh, who wants to talk about Paper Tigers? KP? Yeah, I'll go first. So, <laughs> I just didn't want to, you know, bust at the seams. <laughs> I guess, to say, anywho, so Paper Tigers. Uh, I just thought it was fantastic. So, you know, three estranged friends coming back together after their master, you know, dies. And maybe life didn't turn out exactly like they thought. You know, they always thought they were going to be friends. They also thought that they would always kick ass. Unfortunately, for some of the movie, that's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) I would say a major chunk of the movie, they are not kicking ass. No. (laughs) Except for their own, by pulling muscles. Yeah, old age, not kind. (laughs) It is very much like... um, karate kid 20 30 years later like what if when you're like you know you're a young prodigy and then that didn't happen or like that was it like what if that's your peak and then the rest of your life you're trying to like there's regrets and maybe like you didn't 
keep evolving and growing? Maybe your dreams stayed at adolescent dreams and then become adult dreams. And, and it's that. It's very much like, you know, it, it, it weren't his thing. It's, it's a perfect movie for us because we're all probably about the same. Like, we're all middle aged. Let's just be honest. Okay. We're all right. We're all middle aged, right? Crying so fresh face. And it's like, okay, you know, certain decisions need to be made, certain realities need to be faced, but not like in a dark way, just in a very much like, you know what? Every character in this has something they got to face and like move on, you know? And then maybe, you know, help the next generation. Yeah, like, and I think an important part of it too was legacy, right? Yeah. What, what is the legacy of the people who came before you that they kind of viewed upon you? Mm-hmm. And do you kind of live up to that or how do you carry that on? Yeah. You have people who kind of like uh, went away from it and then you have their like, <laughs> their like adolescent nemesis <laughs> who, who, who oddly enough both stayed with his teacher, but is also still a dick. Like it's weird, but I love that. I love that. Like, what echoes? Like, as you grow up, what stays with you? <laughs> but mm-hmm. also, maybe like, how do you like? What changes? Yeah. But there is fight scenes. There is maybe at least one rooftop showdown. I know. I know. Yes. Like, I don't. Yeah. Rooftop showdowns are. Yeah, so uh, you you uh, gotta have a rooftop showdown because it's yeah. it's got that. Classic throwback action comedy, but with heart. Yeah. And I yep. feel like it's got to, at some point, climax with a rooftop showdown. It it's it's written in, by, in law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's heartwarming. You know, it's funny. It's heartwarming. You're going to have a good time. Like, you'll smile. By the end, you'll be smiling big. Like, all right, good for them. Good for me. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> They're okay. I'm okay. We're all Okay. <laughs> Which is the perfect way to start the festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, just, their reassurance. Yeah, just wrapped in a cozy little blanket. <laughs> <laughs> that feeling doesn't last long. No. <laughs> the rest of the festival happens. We take you on a roller coaster. It's a ride. Okay. Rip the blanket off the roof. You're off the roof now. Throw some water in your face, you know, experience 4D. You at your face by pushing you off the roof. No, that's not true, because I have another warm and cozy movie that I think we should talk about next. Um, it's The Columnist. Rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I meant wow. what I said when I said we ripped that blanket away from you. Yeah. <laughs> And I meant what we said, a 4D movie. Yeah. Just throw water in your face when, you know, splashes. It wouldn't be, of, it wouldn't be bodily fluid happened, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not going to throw blood on people. <laughs> Megan, I have a specific question for you. Yeah. As someone who sees a lot of comments, did this movie oh. speak truth to you about reading the comments on the internet? Uh, I, I have nothing on this poor woman. Oh my God. She dares has opinions as a woman online. And this movie sets up like, and she gets exactly what you expect. Just, you know, anonymous, you know, bullshit threats and calls out. And then, okay. So maybe does maybe what some of us have imagined might be the answer, which involves some murder. <laughs> very creative direct yeah. you thought you could hide behind a laptop and yet i found you and now you have a reckon with that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, you know maybe like uh i mean i don't think the movie's totally like you should do this but there is part of the movie that's like well, this is pretty satisfying right <laughs> like, it feels pretty good right uh, it's not encouraging you but it's supporting oh god decisions. no oh god i, I would never <laughs> say this uh, movie was encouraging revenge murders but it's also like pretty cool though right 
Like, encouraging <laughs> revenge murders to just hurdle you over that creative writer's block. That you exactly. Just... She writes better after she does it, like a little cleanup. Uh, a little <laughs> murder can be cathartic. Like, yeah. yeah. Just a fact of life. Yeah. Are you glad you're not in a dark theater with us right now? <laughs> Get ready for next year. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah so i would call it kind of like a dark comedy it's got some thriller elements but it definitely has some humor like it's not you're not watching it with like uh not in your stomach you're mm. more like uh oh my god what's the next thing she's gonna do and where would i stop <laughs> you know at a certain level like you go like okay maybe that's too far i don't know but yeah it's uh it's it's enjoyable and it's just definitely got that like just that that edge of like it's funny maybe i shouldn't laugh but i'm still laughing and a lot of bike riding Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty European. Way more than most American films. Another great part is the kind of mirrored relationship that, like, her daughter is facing. Ah, you know, yeah, in yeah. school, right? So she is trying to fight for free speech mm-hmm. and is going head to head against the principal. So you you get that kind of both of them running parallel with each other. I like, yeah, it is kind of a nice, like, kind of mother-daughter film, but, like, what if you got a little obsessed with the wrong thing? You know, like, you, maybe you're not helping the world the way you think you are, but still fun. Nah, fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Don't worry. Just fingers. You'll know what I mean. You'll know yeah. what I mean. And also, crisp white suit. I want to uh, get one. I'll have gotta nowhere get to wear one. it. <laughs> gotta get one. Mmm. Yeah. Katie, I'm here for your columnist cosplay, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Great. Yes. Damn. Yeah. A suit and a pair of shears, and you're set. <laughs> Pull on, rock that in the lobby and next a, year. Maybe a box of keys. We had a good time. Okay, we can arrange that. Yes. <laughs> Just standing Excellent. there. Hey, uh, read your comments. Yes. here's the idea we sit you next to the ipad where everybody does the 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 polling for the movies oh god (laughs) why invite me (laughs) just be nice right we'll just make sure that we get everybody's honest constructive criticism (laughs) uh yes yes. fine (laughs) (laughs) i love us So, this will be evidence someday. It's fine. It, it really will. This is all admissible, and I think that we should worry all of us. Um, come, <laughs> coming off of that, we've got uh, a documentary um, that is actually going to warm your heart. We really are taking people on a roller coaster ride this year. <laughs> we are. We're going to put the blanket back on them, fully secure them. We're sorry. In the ride. We're sorry. We yeah. got mean there. Don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> We, it's it, we're we're a weighted blank blanket and a bag of oranges this year. It's um, <laughs> the weighted blanket for this one is the last blockbuster, um, a documentary about well the titular last blockbuster, um, mm. in Bend, Oregon. Um, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, anybody want to want to say anything about it, or do you want me to take the the reins? You go for it. I'll go take for that. All right. I'm sorry because you are a uh, gold card. Blockbuster rewards gold card members since the year 2000. (laughs) Um, This movie touched me in a very, very special way. Um, It is a 
it really does three things. Um, it, it's kind of a tongue in cheek history of blockbuster. Um, it's the story of the folks running the very last blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And if you don't absolutely fall in love with the person that runs the last blockbuster, uh, you have you, your heart. Yeah, you will want to be adopted by Sandy by the end of the movie. It, she uh, is just an endless delight. Sandy is is everybody's mom or aunt, and yeah, I. I I can't wait to go and visit the place. Um, and it's a third reminiscences from your favorite comedians, actors, podcasters. Yes. You know, everybody from every walk of life talking about going into Blockbuster, walking in the door, that smell hitting them, and then just being whisked away to, you know, the place where time stops and you just live in film world for a while. Um, which, you know, is kind of what we're doing here this weekend. So it's nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I like the last blockbuster. Anybody else want to say anything about it? I thought that it was also really, really remarkable as a doc that it tries to find a balance between talking about blockbuster itself as a company and then general video store culture and what we are missing as a society by not having video stores anymore and whether we blame blockbuster for that or we blame Netflix for that or we blame just societal like but i also think it's really it's like very sweetly and like fondly assembled there's like a mix of there's some miniatures there's some shots of like you know run down blockbusters there's shots of the current one it just it runs a fun gamut of making you miss the collective sense of movies like that you did communally, which we're also missing this year, of course. So, but trying to, trying to replicate virtually. So. And it takes you on a ride that you don't (laughs) think it's going to take you on. You're like, Oh, it's going to be a doc about the last blockbuster. That's pretty cool. I did not anticipate the adrenaline um, (laughs) that you got, you know, waiting for information to like, I was like, okay, especially when, you know, when we talked to the filmmakers the other day, like, and hearing that they weren't prepared for where it went. So it's just like, be, you, you got to watch this. I hope people watch this. Cause I'm just saying, I'm teasering it for you. Like the story goes places. The, the filmmakers didn't be prepared for it to go. I wasn't prepared for it to go. So like, where were Russell Crowe's memorabilia? Where was it going to go? Where was it going to go? Where was it going to go? And then you had to clean the boxes and put them in. Is that the, his his, like pants from Gladiator? Oh, it's all, it's, it's, there's not a lot of dismemberment in this film, but it's still good. (laughs) It touches you in such a warm place in your heart. And then who knew she would have to have a cache of computers. She'd have to become her own little like IT department because a lot of fun little details in there. There's fun details you wouldn't think about running literally the last blockbuster, you know, like when it comes down to it, how do you physically do it? And it's just like hearing people's stories and it's just such a warm place. And it made me just, I can smell every time they go in there, what a blockbuster smelled like that plastic of the covers. And anyways, it's just, it's a roller coaster emotionally. So speaking of rides, you didn't anticipate going on. (laughs) Nice. These transitions are fire. (laughs) It's jumbo. Um, and honestly, I'm just going to call on somebody because Matt and Adam saw this. What was it? Kansas city. Is that where you saw it? Uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. And 
I think like the like, next three weeks afterward, we just kept hearing about Jumbo. So do you guys kind of <laughs> want to talk about so Jumbo and, and and why it warmed your hearts and why we're showing it? Yes, after seeing it, we were determined to bring it to Rochester. Um, Jumbo is an offbeat kind of romance that I feel like only Anomaly can provide. <laughs> like, I feel like it fits us so perfectly. Um, it's about a young woman, kind of awkward, um, works in an amusement park um, that has a new ride, a tilt-a-whirl, um, and she finds herself curiously drawn to this ride. And over time, she falls in love. Like, true, romantic, I want to be with you forever kind of love. And it's a strange story, but a beautiful story, and it's sweet. And as Matt would say, a little sexy. A little sexy. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, that, that, will. that oil. Mm. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, lubricant, really. That, oh my. that scene reminded me, the first thing that came to mind was that Jan Jackson Buster Rhymes <gasps> video. It was immediately what came to mind. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and go back and watch that video. <laughs> I mean, that movie like walks a tightrope. It could have yes. fallen on either either side of being just ridiculous or too serious, but it's. I think we keep saying the word sweet because it is. Like you feel yeah. very like protective of this young woman, and you're like she's figured out a way to engage romantically as you feel like she hasn't before. Like never like that, it didn't click because the way her mother did isn't the way that she's going to. And then you see this joy of like, oh, she she gets to feel this. She just had to do it her way, you know. Mm -hmm. And whether that can be a metaphor or just read straight. I love it. You know, it's just like everyone yeah. needs to get where they need to go the way they need to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, oh. I'll say like one of the highlights was of this movie for me was like just watching uh, Noemi just really sell it, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone could have just done that. It really required work there and she did it and sold me on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is her first film after Portrait of Lady on Fire? I think, yeah, I think so. Mm. Nailed it. I'll say the other thing about this movie that I also loved was like it, it's gorgeous mm -hmm. outside of obviously the scene that we've already mentioned I used to work in an amusement park and the best feeling for me was like late at night when all the lights and sounds are kind of going on right it kind of feels otherworldly mm -hmm. so yeah. it's just mm -hmm. her and this and they just are able to capture that feeling beautifully yeah, yeah. It's great. I love it. So, yeah, I'm excited for people to see it. No dismemberment. <laughs> I like that this is our rating system now. Yeah, it's, like, it's a little dicey. Amusement park rides. <laughs> it's like a regular the world. It's one of those like up in the air, like next level. So many accidents could have happened, but no, because they loved each other and they respected each other. Safe. <laughs> That's right. Don't get. I'm just saying, like, don't anger her lover. Okay. I think it kill you, dumbasses. Anyway, so I guess from there, I think we get to go to some dismemberment again, right? So it wouldn't be anomaly if we didn't have an anthology horror film, and this one is, uh, it's dark stories. I'm quickly going through dismemberment. Dismemberment. I feel like there was dismemberment in there. Hmm. <laughs> I don't no. know. There's a lot of weird, wonderful, like 
scary stuff in there. I just don't know if limbs get ripped. Oh, I, uh, I would fall say apart. The, uh, yep, that's, fall yeah. apart. Yep, right. there you maybe go. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we're, we're like we don't want to spoil anything, but maybe you know all body parts don't stay where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not going to pull Joe Bob and give you a count of how many limbs are dropping off, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll talk, so I love horror anthologies because you're always you're always gonna have like something you like better than the others, and you always like you know 15, 20 minutes you're on to something else. This one has like this lovely. Like, it's one of my favorite uh, like wraparound stories that I've seen for an anthology, <laughs> where it's a little bit of like a, a Shahrazad situation where there's a woman trying to keep a weirdly designed killer doll like it's designed like a middle-aged dude which is like a choice and i don't <laughs> put like a doll anyway but like trying to keep uh this doll uh occupied and to protect her son so it's the perfect setup like well what about this story what about this story which you know it's kind of a classic but i love it because it kept you engaged like oh what's happening after this is oh yeah there's a whole story going on while these other stories are being told and uh, we hit all sorts of uh, supernatural creatures. You got ghosts, you got gin, you got weird painting monsters. <laughs> you got aliens. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 which is a little bit of a rarity for a horror anthology. So, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, French aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're very fancy. Yeah. So, like anything you could want. Like, you want something, you want a zombie? Boom. We got you. We, we got you. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's why I loved it too, right? It, I think it hit so many great yeah. notes and then it was just, they were all tight, compact yeah. stories and they just, I was always like, what's next? Yeah. What, are we gonna, mm-hmm. what story yeah. is going to be next? And then we would come back around to the creepy puppet and I'd be like, <gasps> oh no. Is <laughs> she going to make it? Like, you know what I mean? And I like that there was a bit of a tonal difference, like a little more humorous, a little more serious, but just not so wild that it didn't hold together. It was just enough that you're like, oh, that's delicious, but I'm full of that. No worries. <laughs> oh, please no more gin no it's okay for, for now there is ghost <laughs> good not another bite <laughs> a full course very delicious extravagant meal yes. Yes, yes yes was that the one with the lady talking to the person about the, the kid I mean, you yes do you mean things. the scary puppet no, I would remember oh, that. Yeah, no, you, you, would, you would remember the middle-aged dude puppet. <laughs> no, where she is an adopted kid. Yeah. Did you watch a movie that was almost the same movie, but not quite? <laughs> or I'm or did you just did you did block you, out? Did she blocked out the doll? Eric, okay, it might have blocked <laughs> out the doll. Like a blur in your mind? Like you the aliens came down and worked some magic. Like <laughs> I, I guess. Sorry. I'm just saying this is such a good film that my brain was like, maybe you don't want to remember all of this because it's scary. Your brain is protecting you. <laughs> it wants you to be able to re-experience it because like what's better than seeing a film for the first time? <laughs> and then I'm getting like entered- as you're talking, I'm getting flashes, but I'm like, but those don't all link together. I'm That's so I'll be watching this. With- <laughs> <laughs> I the dis. You know what? You're lucky in your blood. You are lucky. We are blood related today. That was today. amazing comedic timing. <laughs> 
that's the funniest Chiron I've ever seen. <laughs> and you, brother, not not blood relate. I'm the Murphys are in trouble. We're, yes, what? Todd. No, <laughs> come on, sis. We got this. It's all right. No, it's fine. It's love. We, we got oh, it's all love. Dude, yes, dude, but you're dude, all. We got, we got a segue. She's she's. We're in trouble. We are in trouble. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Correct the train. We have another puppet movie. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're safe. We're safe. We're safe. We're gonna make it, guys. We're gonna make it. Gremlins, the puppet story. Story of Gremlins, and it's a puppet story. <laughs> I'm not selling that well. Does somebody else? Tell that better than me. Do you want me to take it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so uh, literally. If you uh, love Gremlins, and who doesn't, because iconic, amazing, um, this is literally the story of the making of the puppetry and creature effects and special effects for the seminal film. Like, it is told by Chris Wayless, who is the puppet designer um, for Gremlins, um, and it literally is his own film that he's put together from his own archival footage and photographs of making gremlins. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it feels incredibly intimate. Sometimes you like a doc because it's got more of like an expansive feel and it feels like it tells you everything ever. This is the exact opposite. This one feels so intimate. It feels like he's in your living room telling you step by step how they made gremlins. And it's just amazing. I like that you've been describing it to some people as, as almost like a TED talk mm -hmm. that yeah, it's literally just his personal footage from the making of the movie and his narration over explaining the process. And it's just, yeah, for anyone who loves gremlins and anyone who has an interest in uh, makeup, special effects, uh, creature design, um, it is, I'd almost say it's almost an invaluable resource just to see like you see, see them testing out different methods and what works to make them move and what doesn't. And you just it's so cool to see how the gremlins evolved into, yeah, like the iconic characters that they eventually became. I mean, this in the best possible way. It's like way back in the day, sometimes like your family would go on vacation and they'd be like, doesn't everyone want to watch like all the vacation slideshow and they'd move their way through the slides. And you're like, this is a lot because I wasn't there. This is the opposite version of that. It feels that intimate, but this is literally, no, I need to show me more. No, show me everything. <laughs> Bring out the next stack of carousels. Cause I just keep going through them because it is so like raw and intimate in the best way. It's, it's just, yeah. As Adam said, if you love gremlins, this is just, it's catnip. It's great. So, dismemberment <laughs> actually wow. from what i depending hear, on how you feel say yeah that's i feel like you can make a case <laughs> ah, good good As okay. just, like, some, some, some tests don't go well with the puppets they, they occasionally lose a limb yeah. oh you I said the puppets not the put it on the list <laughs> No, no, puppeteers are 100% safe, I promise. We have as to far as we know. Yeah. We have to right. That's yeah. also yeah. fair. Good point. Right. So, yeah. so next year, if somebody makes the Elf documentary, we'll see the dismemberment of the puppeteers. A-L-F? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. Alien life form. Gordon Shumway. I heard that was one of the most dangerous sets ever built. Yeah. Because I, of the puppet holes. Because yeah. the actors would keep falling. Oh. <laughs> 
One of them really destroyed her knee going through a trap door behind the couch where Elf would pop out. Wow. (laughs) I remember hearing that. That's Mm -hmm. the whole thing. So you can say Osha probably was not very well followed on the internet. (laughs) Whereas apparently the gremlins would never do that like you. Never do that to you. Gremlins want to make sure that you're okay. Warm blanket right over you. We're back to the warm blanket. Elf doesn't give a shit. (laughs) KP, little known fact, Osha was established because of the elf set. Who knew? What? (laughs) It was Elfsha. (laughs) (laughs) We can use this everywhere. (laughs) Elf related. How many elf related incidents have you had this month? (laughs) And That's all my Ocean. cats are missing. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean actually stands for Achmonic Safety. Ha! What? <laughs> nope. Oh, no. That's, that's beyond me. That's, yeah. that, that's uh, an elf deep cut. See, yeah. a, <laughs> the neighbors in that show were the Achmonics. Oh. Yeah. Achmonic wow. Safety. And then Elf would always go, ha! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that was... I unfortunately got that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because we're disappointed. Is... Nah, it's because I'm old and sad. <laughs> As was that joke, Meg. Um... <laughs> wow, I adore us. <laughs> We're fun. Don't you want to spend the weekend with us? <laughs> but like not in the same room, just like in our energy. Yeah. And then you can turn it off whenever you're done. <laughs> You've got some distance. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about two hour chunks and we're done. Right. I'm <laughs> funny when I'm in the wall. <laughs> Bob's bur- it's, a Bob's, it's a Bob's oh. burger quote. It's the first episode. He was in the wall, oh, and Bob yes. was making jokes. We got to stop explaining our jokes. I, I was. They land or they just fall flat on their face. But whoever listens to it, it will hit somebody. somebody. Bob's Burgers fans will get the joke. Bob was saying how he's funny in the wall when he was funny yeah. in the wall. Whatever, I'm done. <laughs> I, I just thought your medication was hidden, so it's fine. Um, Didn't even take it today. <laughs> moving on and moving up. We're going on to the Egg for Horror trailer show. Yay! Uh, do you want to go, Adam? You want me to? I don't um, want to. I don't want to hug no, the joy. I, I'll let you take it. Oh, okay. But then you got to come in. Like, I'll tag you in. Okay. <laughs> If we're talking yeah. about something about, you know, a, a bit like the last blockbuster where like you feel you are missing a uh, experience, which like right now is like going to the movies. Uh, the uh, Agfa horror show, uh, horror trailer show is going to take care of it. It It's about an hour's worth of um, let's all go to the lobby uh, countdowns. It's uh, tra- rare horror trailers that some of them haven't really been seen in this quality since those movies were released. It's all that extra little inferior, like those weird little ads, stuff about hot dogs and uh, you know, make sure that you put the speaker back and like, don't drive off like an animal, but curated like, so it's the American genre. Film archive. Film archive. Yeah. And they have just curated this perfect little like uh, uh, meal, I think I'd say, where you're sitting down and it's like having the whole film experience, either in a, a drive in or or just sitting down in the dark, eating your popcorn, watching the previews. But the previews just keep coming. Yes. Nothing but previews. Oh, and it's all, all the weird stuff. It's all expectation. 
<laughs> yes. But ge- like genuinely, like for me, it just put me in this like this this really like kind of happy, joyful, almost like it's almost like film ASMR. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. like it's the sound and the rhythm of like, yes, I am at a theater and they're telling me to go buy food. And then I did and candy. And then <laughs> I did. And then they're telling me about stuff I want to see later. And I do. <laughs> that's such a great description yeah that's an excellent description Megan. that's exactly it did you watch this and just did it function like like for me it was the sears wish book for adults oh yeah i want to see this i want to see that i want to eat that. that i'll i'll figure out so that stuff might not exist anymore that's fine i'll figure it out <laughs> old dracula with david niven right what <laughs> I added that to the podcast list immediately. We have oh. to find it. Oh my God. Oh. I was going to say, I feel yeah. like there are lots of things that have anomaly presents potential down the line. I feel like uh, have a notebook and a pen with you. Cause you're going to want to take yes. some notes about stuff to look up. Cause you're going to forget. Cause then the other thing comes and you're like, Oh, that's awesome. And then three things more. And then uh, how can you choose? Four <laughs> <laughs> feel- no los dos. Smorgish, a smorgasbord of just genre goodness. Yes, a buffet. Yes. It's, it's wonderful. I please, yeah, I, I would say don't miss that. It's, it's so much joy. Fun. You should probably have popcorn or maybe a hot dog with you, or you're gonna want to like pause it and go get it. Exactly. You want to keep it old school. You don't want to have the most you want to do is maybe a pizza roll. Don't, don't do anything more fancy than oh, that. Mm, 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 mm. Don't spend more than five bucks on the food you're eating. Yeah, no, it should be <laughs> trash and it should all be trash with its origins in like the mid 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're at home. So if your stomach gets upset, you're safe. <laughs> Why? The closest bathroom is right there. Yeah, that is also the, the beauty of virtual is that the pause button is your friend. It's there for you and you can use it whenever you want. You don't have to worry about what are you going to miss? Ooh, you do, the just, thing, yeah. do the thing I used to do. Take a Twizzler. You bite off both ends. You put it in the soda. Boom, edible straw. It's true. All that sugar. It's <laughs> you know you shouldn't be doing it, but you're doing it. Because you already have a straw. It's not like I don't have a straw. I have to do this. I wanted to do this. And I said, get out of my way, straw. You're no longer needed. God <laughs> with licorice and <laughs> saving the turtles one sugary treat at a time. But only at the, only at the movies. I can't have do that behavior outside in That's the light. That's in the dark. <laughs> In oh, a place no, I, I don't own. I 100% do that in my house. <laughs> well, I but also, I'm one of the monsters who forgets that you can pause in your own home and just like <laughs> runs to the bathroom, uh, just turning up the volume so I can hear it from my living room and then that's, runs that's back. Valid. It's, it's, it's a choice. It's a choice. Because I'm like, oh, I have a pause button. But anyways, I'm that monster. But continue. This is a great point. And it's a great time to bring up the fact that this is a virtual film festival. So not only can you pause it. Yeah. Watch event. Watch.eventive.org slash anomaly works on your cell phones and iPads as well. <gasps> you don't have. You can be with you the whole weekend. So you you're never alone. <laughs> and neither are we. <laughs> so, Emotionally, physically or mentally. Your your kitchen, your living room, your your bedroom, or that unspeakable place after the pizza rolls. You can take us with you. We're in and your you don't pocket. have to miss one second of the action. Hi, hi, hi. We're in your pocket. You forgot to turn us off. I would also like to say that it's a one-way connection. We can't see what you're doing. They make us say that. They make us say that, but you don't know. You don't know. 
Nope. Legal reasons. It's absolutely a one-way connection. Absolutely. <laughs> one-way connection. That villainy <laughs> chart's going up, and I left my chart in the other room. Well, <laughs> villainy. I just want to. We're just friends that are helping them make good decisions this weekend. Exactly. It is also available on the Roku. Uh, there's an event of app on the Roku and on the Apple TV. And uh-huh. uh, all you have to do is there's an activation code. Uh, you click up in the right-hand corner where it says activate app. It'll spit out a code. You put it in there, your your app on your TV. And then we're right there in your living room on your big screen with you. Oh, before I forget, plenty of dismemberments in trail, like, like all sorts yeah. of dismemberments. <laughs> It's a bygone yes. era of trailer where they show you so Everything. much good stuff. They know that <laughs> you're going to be there for a very specific thing. I think actually wasn't the trailer for I Dismember Mama in there? I feel like it was. <laughs> I mean, there was definitely wow. lots of limbs being ripped, like torsos. Yeah. Yeah. All, the good, all the good stuff. All the yeah. good stuff. So, Meg, I'm hearing we both need like a badge of honor, but also maybe a scale about amount of dismemberment in certain films. If it's yeah, you know, like I just feel like, you know, sometimes you go in and there's not enough and you feel sad. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's more like on expectations in the movie. That's fair. You got to go yeah. in with like the correct expectations. If you can have just like one of those half moon dials with just like the dismembered yeah. arm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> See, the I was thinking set. like a like a one, two, three, four, five. You know, like one arm, one an arm and a leg. You know, <laughs> two arms and a leg. There we go. There we go. Yes. Well, I was thinking about parts of the arm, like down here and then here, and then the whole arm shows when there's no dismemberment. Anyway, I love, those I are the love scale. how all of our brains work. <laughs> it really is magical. <laughs> Good thing we have graphic designers in our crew. <laughs> Good thing. Meg's <laughs> <laughs> like, where? Where are they? <laughs> John Travolta in Pulp Fiction meme. <laughs> God, I'm dyslexic. I can't do this. I can't do this. Well, I'm I'm fucked for segues here. So the legend of Baron Toa. Um, <laughs> I think the segue I was trying to think of was something to do with like speaking of hands but no that yeah, doesn't no. work so Matt's no, was better i was yeah i, I just gave up speaking uh, of other skills that our members hold in this team let's wrestling no gone you can't do it <laughs> we're, passionate. we're passionate about wrestling take it away matt passion for wrestling that at least one and a half three quarters maybe three of us have um (laughs) the legend of baron toa um it's a film from new zealand it's it's an action movie it's it's a movie about a a son trying to you know live up to his father's footsteps um and it's also about professional wrestling and, and um just some good old fashioned ass kicking. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Really, it's just it's a crowd pleaser. Like um, I watched it the the one afternoon, um, and usually this is kind of a, a solo mission at my house when I start watching the anomaly flicks. Um, my get <laughs> my, my my better half doesn't really in, enjoy these so much. She, uh, she <laughs> she's low on the dismemberment scale. She she uh, yeah. If there's any more gore than a bloody nose, she's out. Um, 
so I was watching this and she got sucked into it and she caught it maybe about 15 minutes in and just sat down next to me and, and watched the rest of it. It's one of those movies that's super compelling. It, it's, it's just nice. It's a fun action movie. You know, if you're a fan of, again, if you're a fan of karate kid, you know, if, if, you know, you're jonesing for more Cobra Kai kind of stuff, this kind of puts me in the mind of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a blast and yeah if you're if you're a pro wrestling fan at all um you know kind of the the legend of of tongan wrestlers and how they are the absolute most badass human beings on the planet um and baron toa absolutely is and it's kind of the story of how his son takes up the mantle as the next absolute badass i think that this also had in my opinion, the best chase sequence that I have seen all year since the whole thing is him defending like his neighborhood of his uncle's house. And there's like this group of like punks and everything in the neighborhood, but he chases one of them through all the like neighborhood yards and through the houses. Um, and the camera follows. And I, yeah, I, I thought the chase sequence was just utterly fantastic. It was super great. Like the whole time I was ducking cause I was like, Oh God, I was like, it's just running into stuff. It was great. <laughs> it, it really put me in the mind of like an Edgar Wright movie, the way the, the camera yes. kind of moves yeah. with them and it's super kinetic. It's a blast. Yeah. 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 Movie is a ton of fun. Oh, there's a, a lull here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's yeah, only it's so we warmed you back up in a in a nice cozy blanket. It's you it's know all, again. Yeah, we fl- we're flip flopping. We got you. Right. It, it's Heart a lull. Nice and, movie. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. when there's a lull, sleep follows. <laughs> <laughs> and you just saved that last transition with this one. <laughs> How do you like that? I'm Nailed back, it. baby. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> and I was down. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, I will you call ain't gonna it catch me sleeping. Oh. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, who wants to take the honors on sleep? Adam, you want to kick it um, off? And I'll. I can say, yeah, I can. I can do my best. Um, sleep is uh, kind of an unsettling psychological horror movie uh, about a young woman who travels to a remote village in Austria, tracing the source of these nightmares her mother had been having that she believed to be real, um, and ended up leaving her, uh, giving her a nervous breakdown. And so her daughter kind of tries to find answers about where this is coming from, what her mother believed she was seeing. And so she ends up in this kind of village, and specifically this hotel in the village, and ends up delving into sort of the the unknown history of the town and the way her family connects to it. And it's got kind of a dreamy feel. I would say it's almost almost David Lynchy kind of oddness and unsettling and kind of, uh, I described it as like a, a waking nightmare. And it definitely, it has that feeling to it. It's just you, it leaves you unsettled and unsure and terrified about where things possibly could go. And it's great. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's just a solid, solid horror movie that, yeah, I think people will like. 
I'll say I like one of the, the themes of it was the kind of generational trauma, right, we're dealing with here, which you don't necessarily realize. Because like you said, we don't know what's happening. Like the the, the mother it swears up and down that she's experiencing, you know, these dreams that are real and the daughter doesn't really believe it. And as she starts going there, there's just that uneasy feeling the whole time and you don't know. I would say it's like one of those movies where like the twist wasn't there, right? You, 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 it wasn't like, Oh, I immediately know what's happening here. It's you're, it's just kind of lurking underneath and you're trying to figure out what's happening. Really? Is it like a psychological mishap? But I, I loved it. I love the way it looked. Everything about it was fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I think it is not a predictable horror movie that you can like, once it starts, you can predict, like, I know where this is going to go because you, you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah. So watch it. <laughs> and and don't, you know what? Maybe have a shot while you're watching this. One. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. I mean, that's celebrate. just solid advice for pretty much the entire festival. <laughs> I know, but like specifically, there's like, <laughs> I will say when things really get going, they get going. <laughs> oh, so, okay. This is going to hit me hard. God. <laughs> yeah. It depends what the shot is. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Yeah, bottoms up. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if I can land this. So you took that shot of tequila. Don't fall and hit your head because then you'll bleed with me. That's the next <laughs> film. Okay, so that's like a, a middle me. effort. We went from low Good to Lord. high to that. That was a journey. That was, that was a journey. <laughs> All right. So bleed with me. No. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah, movie, that's, yes. That's, yeah. Uh, as a command, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just, you know, I like my blood. I love in. you, but yeah, we have to set boundaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no blood in my body. <laughs> right. Blood stays in. That's right. Unless, Unless. you're no. in this movie because you don't know. No. no, no. Okay, so this is the, um, I'll say it's a, you know, slow burn but it's perfect because it's in it like in an isolated wintry cabin and you have this like young woman who you start to realize might have some some problems that she's dealing with and she has kind of been invited along with like her a friend and her friend's boyfriend who is like less than thrilled that his girlfriend brought like this weirdo with them to i think what was supposed to be a uh romantic uh you know uh cabin vacation uh and instead what unfolds is a what's real what's not what's in this woman's head is her friend just a very nice person who wants to take care of her or is she some sort of uh witch who's trying to steal her blood <laughs> that old chestnut you know, yeah i'm gonna say so, something we've all wondered about certain members <laughs> yeah. of our you know friend circle yeah that person's too <laughs> nice they want there. my blood yeah. Some, yeah. Sometimes you know you just have those friends that are just soul sucking your energy. Maybe it's blood. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the movie plays very much with you're as unsure as she is of exactly like what's, what's going on. Is what I'm seeing real or not? It's very 
dreamy nightmare as you're trying to kind of figure out what's true in this situation in a situation that no one can leave because like it's you know i think as uh as rochester folk in general we understand those feelings of it's too snowy you are where you are right now and whatever's happening is going to happen you can't escape you can't drive away from this you just have to stay in the maybe my blood's being stolen situation as we all have been there been there done that yeah you know where else we've been and done the 20th century (laughs) okay okay I like how we're all now bracing ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we know it's coming. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say, speaking of like wintry, snowy isolation. Like, oh, oh, that would have been one. God damn it. Yeah. Again. Speaking of wintry, snowy isolation, my writer didn't get to me early enough. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to jump in on this one because yeah, I just... Matt, this is I, I love this film so much, which says a lot about me. <laughs> um, but the plot of it, more or less, is about William Lyon Mackenzie King, um, who is a politician in very snowy, very cold, what will become Canada. And he wants to become the first prime minister of the Dominion of Canada. Um but that's like the plot and that in and of itself is like, oh, is this selling me on it? Well, let me honestly like straighten this out. But then I mean, just add a million twists because it's literally, it's shot almost like a German expressionist silent film with a lot of early like film techniques. Um, there's puppetry in it. There are bananas sets that are just like large, like white boxes that are like, you know, as they're there to suggest icebergs and snow. Um, there are shoe fetishes. There is gender bending <laughs> casting in it. Um, it surprisingly has a fair amount of like tension. Like the entire thing, you're very uneasy through it, but it's also beautiful. Like stylish movie. This is. Just about as stylish as you can get. Oh, mm-hmm. I feel you should mention that. Oh, sorry, I'm not going here. Uh, you should mention that, like, most of this never happened. This is a historical <laughs> movie. Now, some of the names are real and Canada exists, but besides that... As far as we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, does it exist now? Well, I don't know. Here's the thing. Theoretically. <laughs> would, would you say this is possibly, like, fan fiction about canada oh this is nice kp this is extreme au like this one throws so many other canon like throw so many other pairings into this Ooh, this is yeah this is wild as as much i understand as much as i wish that like political uh decisions were made by ice skating through a maze (laughs) I, i feel like that probably didn't happen also of course there's not as many narwhal uh, piercings in history. Listen, Meg, say, history is all the worse for it. I see, exactly, it's fixing history. Can I just say how you guys were describing this film made me gave me a feeling of like Stefan on SNL. 
This movie has everything. <laughs> I mean, yes. ice skating, I would go to the New York club themed to the 20th century. Jack cleaning like, cactuses. Yeah. Yes. Like, See, where's the lie? That's everything. This movie has everything. It honestly does. Like, this is the fun of historical Canadian biopics. <laughs> yes. It's there, so fun. Do you like Nine Madden films? Watch this. That's it. Yep. I'm going to say, since the election, the U.S. election is literally the week before Anomaly, like, this is, you should watch this to see how politics should be played. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Sharpening my skates now. Yes. <laughs> so I'm hoping we don't say this in that following weekend. Um, our next it won't film- matter. I blame society. (laughs) I mean, that was, that was too real, but you know, well done. Sometimes that has, that's how that rolls. So I blame society. Um, I think, let's see. You or me, KP, where where you want to go? Oh, I, I can kick that off. So, I kind of equate this to a, I think it's a perfect film for right now, right? People are obsessed with serial killer shows and forensic files and podcasts about serial killers. So like, what if your friends told you you would make a good serial killer? So you also happen to be a director and make a documentary about it. Just give it a try, dapple in it a little bit, but you're able to avoid all the pitfalls because you are the, like, you've watched all of this media about profiling and mistakes that get made. And then you find that you're fantastic at it. So, like, that's, wow. it's like a, it's a what if. <laughs> yeah. I would say that's, that's a hundred percent true. It's, it's a, what if it's, um, I think my, my elevator pitch was it's American psycho. If you replace Christian Bale with Lena Dunham. Yeah. Um, oh my God. <laughs> And that's that's it's a very up to date millennial version of American Psycho in L.A. Um, It's it's very funny. It's it's. It's dark, it's funny, it's kind of shocking at times. And yeah, it's it's a a a lot of fun. It's it's a it's one of my favorites. Yeah, this is yeah, a a mockumentary satire um that's yeah hilarious but goes to some dark places and i think yeah is just so smartly constructed and has a lot to say about you know yeah culture and and independent filmmaking i think you know it's about on one one hand the the lengths uh, a director will go to to get their first feature made um and i think there yeah there are just so many layers to this that uh and it's just so fun to to peel them back and watch um and yeah it's just it's great it's uh, yeah it's i love this movie it goes places it's, i didn't anticipate and that's what makes it so much fun it's it's great um sounds like that's a theme for a lot of our films <laughs> <laughs> just just a quick not any spoilers dismemberment i yes yeah yes ah, fantastic <laughs> she is pretty creative. I was gonna say, she, <laughs> she has oh, multiple methods. Yeah. Yeah. Chilling, yeah. way you said that, because like she she understands if she 
kills people in the same way that she will be profiled. So she's got to mix it up, Ah. like who she picks and how she does it. So this is educational. Okay, first of all, no, is off the no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't say I was doing it. I said there was a possibility. Negative profiling. <laughs> what? It's gonna be a late night for me trying to stop whatever nonsense you get into. Huh? <laughs> oh, KP never gets a good night's sleep, and it's my fault. No, no, it's all of our fault. I don't. I can't take it all on me. We're no. all equally a problem. Nope. nope. Beep beep. Uh, yeah. Wait, the bus? Are we are we forgetting? Like- People find themselves <laughs> under the bus. No, <laughs> you, you know what this sounds like? I got the segue. You know okay. who talk like this? The Antichrist. <laughs> I- okay, tell it's- me more. <laughs> the Day of the Beast. Did I do it? You did. Yay! Antichrist. Jesus. I think you're maybe interpreting this wrong. <laughs> I, I, I am Elaborate. talking about Satan's son who's coming to Earth to destroy things. Like, is that what right. you thought? Then yes. we're right. Anyway, yes. so <laughs> continuing in the the time honored tradition of anomaly bringing you a heartwarming Christmas film. Exactly. Yes. Have you ever that wanted we're to calling it. be in Madrid in the in Christmas? It, it must be beautiful. Oh, we don't quite get that. We get parts of it, but we get like the crappy parts because <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, there is a Catholic priest and he has been really crunching the numbers on revelations. And he's like, he's figured it out. He's figured out when the Antichrist is coming and when. And he realizes his best chance at finding out when the this evil child should be born is... He has to get like in with like the evil cult and stuff. So he's just going to have to start committing crimes until he's noticed. So he goes to Madrid where this is going to happen. And he uh, teams up with this kind of lovable, cuddly death metal fan and a, uh, a cult uh, mystic who's basically full of bullshit. And uh, together they try to help this priest, uh, you know, commit enough crimes so they can, you know, uh, summon a death cult that will then take them to where the Antichrist is being born. And some LSD was involved. <laughs> so, you Heck know, shenanigans ensue. Gory shenanigans. So a feel-good Christmas movie. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll give you this. It is... Or anomaly. Here's the thing. It's funny. It's kind of mm-hmm. silly. I mean, it's dark, but not in a nihilistic way. In more of a, like, oh, boy, those crimes escalate. But he's doing it for a good cause. <laughs> He really, really feels yeah. like he has to do this, you know. Like there's the a best man. Of intentions. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like one of the early ones is I think you could tell a man was in an accident and he's like lying there and the police let him in because oh he'll give him last rights and instead he tells the guy he's gonna burn in hell and takes his wallet. <laughs> you know, because he's starting small. You do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's uh, it's that it's it definitely has like um you'll, you'll have a smile on your face I'd say for most you know I mean maybe if you. <laughs> depending <laughs> depending on your level of villainy well, no, like, if you enjoy stuff like if you have good taste I was like you're basically describing that like Day of the Beast kind of is I, I don't know our festival condensed into one film is that it? I feel of, like if you want emotions? I feel like if you want one that kind of really sums us up like yay it's Christmas Satan 
drugs, <laughs> occult TV series. <laughs> Anomaly. Oh, yeah, cuddly death metal fans who like just really want to help this priest. Yeah. Psychedelics. Psych- exactly. Snow, the winter, lights that twinkle, a chase through um, a wintry holiday street. Oh, a cross that legit just falls and kills another priest. <laughs> Where are the lies? Oh. I do not see them. <laughs> None detected. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. <laughs> Merry anti Christmas. I'm workshopping it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I still got like a week or something. I mean, we're good. We're good. We're good. Watch the movie. You'll enjoy it. And I'll get back to you. It's the anomaly way. <laughs> See this joy that we have? This is what you'll have. Yeah. It's it, it's joy or psychosis. Either way, you're going to walk away from the Anomaly Film Festival with something that's going to warm your heart forever. Or no low dose. Something will burn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there. Let's bring it in. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're at the holiday. So, man. Sorry. It's, it's, it's cool. It's fine. So, so let's talk well, about. <laughs> I think I, I don't even have. What? Meg, did you have one? What? Oh, so I had one. Okay. And I, I just, I spent it. I just spent the All segue. Right. I'm so, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry, Matt. I failed was, you. It was going to be a long road. I was going to do a thing about the Antichrist looking for, for their significant other in the, uh-huh. you know, in the, the Lifetime Christmas movie. And they were just uh-huh. looking for their Empress of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll take it. I mean, it's also late in the podcast. I went for like an hour on that. So really, it's Empress of Darkness. It was that or tying it into psychedelics because this thing looks like a 1970s i mean it, i i i mean this in the fondest way possible i um it looks like every cool conversion band i've ever seen in my life in motion um so I, i'm i'm gonna tag matt and adam in so they can kind of talk a little bit about empress of darkness um because it's one i haven't seen yet and i am so excited to see it what i think is most impressive about Empress of Darkness is the entire film is animated by one guy. Like literally he did the whole thing. Um, he wrote it hand drawn, hand drawn, written, directed uh, all the sound effects, mm-hmm. um, some of the voices, um, but entirely 2d animated by one guy. Um, and yeah, it very much at times has a Richard Williams sort of like, it feels a little bit like th- it feels like this is building up towards like a thief in the cobbler sort of a situation in terms of the quality of the animation and the way that it's so fluid. It has some of the most original character designs. Also, I think I've seen of the entire year. It kind of feels like your best D and D game kind of come to life where one elf has been uh, captured by an angry horde of these mutant ogre sort of creatures. Um, And then he escapes and they chase him. And literally that is the movie is a gigantic chase through a fantasy landscape um, where he is trying to save their world from eternal darkness. Um, It has kind of this really fun kind of throwbacky techno score, uh, which is super fun. So 
the whole thing is like bright, bright colors and techno music and just mind boggling amounts of work uh, and artistry. And so it's just it's such a singular piece. Yeah, there's so much creativity and imagination up there on screen and you can see it in every frame and it's just a delight to watch. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the kind of thing that makes you really excited to see where this filmmaker goes next and what he's going to work on in the future. And you're just like, well, I'm going to follow him for forever from now on. So, yeah. Oh, I can't it's great. <laughs> it also, I will say though, Aaron, yes, I think you should see it. However, slightly high on the dismemberment scale because like, yeah, there's actually a fair amount of blood and gore in it. So but animated. Animated and the blood animated. Is yep. Yep. So it's like here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely it is not for young children. So no. like it is definitely yeah, an adult animated film. So Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I think it's super cool. So I, I know what everybody's saying. Anomal fam, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> You've given us so many features. It's 15, I think, right? 14. 14. 14? Yeah. See, that's there's so many I can't even count. <laughs> it's it's an embarrassment of riches. You couldn't possibly have more for us, right? You're wrong. We fucking do. <laughs> Anomaly. Of course, we're going to have more. Let's delve into the shorts program. Um, the first one, is, it's a shorts program called Featured Creatures. Yay! Who wants to talk about those creature features and that featured creatures? It features creatures. <laughs> um i can nail it. it thank you um <laughs> um i can highlight specifically one really quickly um my favorite short in there is bella and the slasher um and i believe it's the one of the first couple ones up there out of the gate and it's um I'm always going to go for the ones that make you feel a little bit warm, but are also dark. So it gives you those type of vibes. Um, and, uh, and, and throughout those, those shorts is, uh, it's called featured creatures, obviously, because it's got a lot of creature work into it, but the, the cinematography on the short, the story, the, um, acting, um, it, it again goes a place that you don't ex again the biggest theme for anomaly is these stories are going places you don't expect them to go um, <laughs> they're going to wrap you in a blanket we're going to take the blanket off we're going to shove that blanket right right on you again so that's basically what this shorts um, program does to you as well so we're going to take the blanket we're going to throw it on you maybe we'll shred it a little bit so when it comes back on you it's a little less of a blanket <laughs> But we're going to start out nice and warm, so. Maybe we'll, like, give you a pillow and then smack you in the face with it as the blanket yeah. is torn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I promise you, Bella and the Slasher is both fun and a little bit dark. I just say, and with that, I swear, yeah, because this program also, there's, you know, there's some more animation with Bring Your, uh, oh, Bring Your Demon to Work Day. Uh, also, The Haunted Swordsman is a puppet story. Um, which, which is, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, coming out is also is stop motion animation. Yep. Stop motion, uh, Live yep. Forever is a horror musical. Like there's just there's a whole bunch of really cool, fun, interesting ways of genre films continuing to like find new ways of breaking molds. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's a fun mix of shorts and visually tell you stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got for that. <laughs> There's a lot to be had there, and I'd say you know you're hitting several genres in there. I mean, we all really loved Patch. I remember uh, Magnus. It's just heartwarming. You love it. There's a robot. There's a robot. Okay, who doesn't love a robot friend? And then the challenges that kind of come along with that. But uh, <laughs> Bring Your Demon to Work Day is so funny. I was in stitches, and then like we were saying, the Haunted Swordsman. I was just absolutely blown away by the puppet design in that one. So. God. And I think uh, what Cottonmouth is there too, where there's a yep. uh, a familiar horror face in a semi-familiar situation, and it just feels like, oh yeah, oh man, she's never going to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> worried about her. The star power. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a smart little movie that yeah gets in, gets out, gives you a little creep. Like yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And what's good is they're all different like lengths, obviously, because shorts are different lengths, but you know, some of them are a little longer than the other one, some of them are super short. So And what's nuts is that is but one of our programs. <laughs> Flat out down to the next one. <laughs> I had another segue. I had two in me. <laughs> oh, I can't, oh, can't hear oh, you. Oh, oh no, no Matt. I have to be Matt now. Oh. Wicked Ways uh, yeah. is our next short program. <laughs> Just like the wicked way, I forgot that I turned my mute on. <laughs> and the wicked way we are apparently treating our audience this whole festival. Oh, fire! <laughs> this is why I love you guys. When, when, when you know things start to drip a little bit, you you, you pick it back up. <laughs> wicked ways. Um, so, who wants to talk about the shorts in wicked ways? Um. I'll just generally say these are a bunch of stories about, you know, the the darker side of human nature, um, the the twisted deeper inner longings that we, you know, don't want to express but come out whether we want them to or not. Um and so there's yeah. <laughs> well said. No, no, nothing. No, he said um, yeah, run. <laughs> it's the other way. Like, <laughs> you know what? Don't look surprised. Constant surprise. What? I have no idea. You both could be murderers. I believe you. Different styles. Different styles. For legal reasons, these are all jokes. I keep forgetting I'm on camera while Adam's talking, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, this again is an, a mix of of tones and genres. Um, I love uh, spiritual practice, um, the the world building that it's able to accomplish in in a short amount of time. That I'm I'm always a fan when a short film like builds a world within you know this condensed time frame, and you're like, I want I want to spend more time there. Um, I say as one I have not seen. There's a ghost in the house. I am always a fan of a sheet ghost. They got a lot of good sheet ghosts. They do. Yeah, they they use the sheet ghost very well in that. Like, 
<laughs> From one cheek goes to another. Fantastic job. <laughs> <laughs> You were I, I our liked, she ghost. Uh, I liked thorns, which was like just yes. uh, like uh, one just a visually fantastic of like oh no oh this couple's going to a creepy motel it's got creepy motel lighting oh no oh no and it, it, it builds up a lovely sense of dread in a short amount of time and then has like a nice little ending you're like ah one in a short like like tension and then a, oh but with fantastic I, lighting I really enjoyed Make a Wish one because cake and then two <laughs> because um the the tension in a storytelling about like a relationship in like nine minutes and the definition of ride or die of a relationship <laughs> like really think about who you who, who are your ride or die people in your life and then watch make a wish and reevaluate that concept so. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's finding somebody who just gets you on a um visceral level i was gonna say that <laughs> right i wasn't gonna say like your other half because that's nonsense but like so yeah it just gets you at your most primal i guess <laughs> that really, is such a good description really it's a romance story it's a story about love yeah I, i'll say it was the first short that i watched and i was like we're gonna have a good year <laughs> yeah <laughs> out the gate killing it <laughs> from there we'll move on to our third shorts feature uh strange happenings which is kind of the tagline for the entire festival i feel like <laughs> not wrong not wrong strange happenings who's got oh that's where bad hair lives oh boy <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I feel like a lot of the shorts in this one. I don't have much to say. It's just a quick like most of the shorts in this one, from a visual and a sound level, you just feel them. Like specifically, like I, I remember watching Wally and his hideous malformed wart, and it was one where I was like, just oh my lord! Like I'm rooting for him, but at the same time, just the visuals of it and the claymation style just make you. It's just so wonderfully gross kind of and you feel it and the same thing with like bad hair where there were parts where i was covering my eyes and the sound made it worse because the sound <laughs> is just so perfectly yeah, covering your eyes is not going to help you with bad hair no 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 no, no. foley no. it no. lives in me right now like i can still hear <laughs> stuff growing out of flat i don't want to go about like oh my god <laughs> sorry aaron Sorry, this is no. visceral as we keep saying. Yes. Yeah. This this short but like, way. like we're all like, oh god, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it's, this one hits your senses. <laughs> it's for some people, it's not for some people, but it's for you people out there. So go and watch it. That's right. I also want to mention in this one uh two specific things. One is the day the rocket left, mm -hmm. um, which is um a very short, kind of quietish sci-fi. I feel like I'm just talking to KP. KP, let me tell you about this. Like, like it's tell great. Me more. I'm here. <laughs> it's just you and me here. <laughs> you will individually sell each person on the festival. Oh. Um, but the day the, the day the rocket left is also, I think, uh, notable because it is one of the films that we have that was made during quarantine. Like. Um, it was, you know, completely from start to finish 
created during quarantine. Um, and I also want to mention uh, optic nerve, um, which again, in terms of like a visceral kind of like feeling and sensation um, of psychedelic, psychedelic unease. Um, and is also one of the things that's it's visually amazing, but definitely if we're talking about things that would work well with a shot, <laughs> um, definitely you're just going to swirl around the room with it. It's, it's yeah. great. Like it's super fun and cool. I also want to shout out quickly, uh, the howling wind, mm-hmm. which I think, uh, has this awesome, almost twilight zone uh, radio play retro feel to it it's black and white it's gorgeous um but yeah it's unlike i think anything else in the program and yeah in terms of of story and and visuals is amazing um and also in terms of visuals uh lower world i think also is just kind of a a noir story neon noir yes yeah 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 fantastic it's gorgeous Love me some neon noir. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The good stuff. Uh, Matt, can I make a segue? Absolutely. <gasps> Speaking of more good stuff, <laughs> is uh, we actually have a bonus fourth shorts program uh, called the Shorts Encore, um, which is comprised of um, an amazing set of shorts, but these are also the shorts that are playing before all the features. So just like last year, every feature uh, film in this year's lineup has a short film that's playing before it. And these shorts have been collected and they are now here in one nice shorts package. So if you're into the shorts, you can get all the shorts. Anomaly Scott, you're not gonna miss anything good. Don't worry, we got you. We wrapped them all up. Jonas. And there's some fun ones in there. Yes. I'm going to give a shout out. Um, I think we have our just our first returning director with Izzy Lee. Yeah. Um, hey. Another short, hey. bizarre, unique short for everyone that yeah is. I, I feel like I feel like she has got her own sort of niche now with the these kind of second in a series of found footage short films that are just weird and amazing and wonderful and this one has a song in it i was gonna say an original song i believe because it's disco graveyard yes (laughs) thank you guys i should mention the title yes disco graveyard which will lodge itself in your head it's like she makes mini documentaries of stuff that doesn't actually exist Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. oh so good it's a beautiful Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. um i uh I say also this one, just other quick ones I want to just quickly shout about are about uh, Death Walks on Nitrate. I I just I love because, again, it's uh, partly shot on old Kodak film, Mm -hmm. uh, literally. And when we saw it, we were like, we were like, we were like, look at that. They left the logos. They left all of it in there. Like, it's great. It's fun. It's a nice, again, little like throwback horror short. Um, and uh and gabby i also think gabby's so good <laughs> gabby's adorable <laughs> which is yeah it's great i said that i was just gonna say it was great and let everyone just take that as a recommendation you just you need to watch it, so. i never thought you could take the kathy comic strip and make it horror <laughs> <laughs> great description but boom now now it's terrifying <laughs> 
Uh, I can't even look. Don't show me like a coffee mug or one of those like, you know, like 365 calendar things. I don't need to see that. I am, I'm, I'm shooketh. Nothing worse than a, than a, than a, a crazed fam who thinks that they know best. Oh, uh, it, it, it's a certain spot. Anyone who's makes That's, stuff like, hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah it's fun. It really, it's a blast. Um, yeah, I, I, well, local short 10, 13, 12. That one's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. this, this is, it's a shorts encore. It's great. Go, go on. <laughs> I mean, there's Little Willie, which is like kind of like, you know, uh, you know, it's a bit, a little bit chucky. It's, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, Hollywood crushing you. <laughs> you, you get, uh, you know, you get some, uh, you know, some more horror, uh, familiar faces and a lot about like a, a convention circuit bullshit. <laughs> there might be dismemberment. We don't see everything. And that doll's terrifying. Yeah. So yes. like legit well-designed because little Willie's terrifying. <laughs> so Matt, Oh, yeah, go, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. I just, I, in that case, I just wanted to make sure that we did mention because uh, in terms of like the geography of a virtual festival and the wildness mm. of this year um, is that, so all of our feature film programs are available to uh, watch by anyone who's in New York State, uh, which is awesome because uh, literally we want you all to travel to Rochester and next year you better all travel to Rochester to join us in person. But Right now, if you're in New York and want to watch the comfort of your own home, that would be awesome. And you should totally join us. And you can. But the shorts programs are all actually available to the entire United States. Hell so yeah. listen, like all your friends in Arizona who you've been telling about Anomaly for the last year, they can watch the shorts this year. Be a part of our world. <laughs> oh, lawsuit. Uh, Eric, stop. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the effort it took though and I'm proud of you well we done. all felt it I felt it yeah, like, no, no. Yeah. I'm being genuine I'm proud of you mm-hmm. what the- so, nah, I can't win so that's that's in a nutshell in a 90 minute nutshell what <laughs> we we did in three half hours what you'll see over the course of four days with the anomaly film festival um coming to you to your homes um, <laughs> november 12th through the 15th um so excited to to finally bring this to you um there's so much good stuff it's anomalyfilmfest.com um passes are on sale now individual films are on sale now um we can't wait for you guys to see this stuff um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. join us join us join us just like trying to keep the creep level down nope. come yeah. on you've almost got him on the hook be yep. cool be cool you notice how kp kept her mouth shut <laughs> enjoy movies let's talk about them everyone yeah, see, else. she, we she should be the one talking because <laughs> <laughs> it sounded genuinely friendly and not on some level of creep like the rest of us <laughs> we're yeah, in I mean, your house no that doesn't sound right 
No, we'll Meg, be with you all weekend. Oh no, stop it. No, Meg, you're, you're cut. Nope, stop. We've got creepy dolls. We've got dismemberment. We've got nice warm blankets that we'll take off and put on you. It's <laughs> We're your best friends. <laughs> <laughs> your best friends and possible nemeses um and we'll see you november 12th through the 15th anybody else have anything before we we uh shut this video feed down (laughs) shut this podcast down for now you know what i think we put together a pretty nifty film festival if i do say so myself i should say i think it's keen and peachy keen (laughs) thank you all for your love and support Stay high. Yeah. Stay high. <laughs> Stay high. And don't just dis- no dismemberment until no you watch. Right. Don't tell people how to live their Maybe lives. Maybe a little. we were doing great (laughs) drink lots of water keep all your limbs and we'll see you in a couple weeks yay If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to nominatemeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.